Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 167 of The Real Queen Sid Show, and I'm super excited because this episode is about ego, and I love talking about ego mostly because people feel attacked 99% of the time when we talk about ego, and that usually means that there is an area for growth. So I'm really, really excited for you guys to listen to this episode and maybe get some smacks in the face to really start off your month strong. So if you guys get any value from this, please make sure to screenshot it, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the real queen Sid. And if you could write your biggest takeaway on that tag, that would be amazing. Also, if you get any value from this, please make, make sure to leave a five-star review. When we get to fit, when we get to 100 five-star reviews, I'll be giving away $100 cash money. So to get yourself entered into that giveaway, just make sure you leave a review and let's go, go, go. So I love talking about ego because I think it kind of, but not everybody likes talking about ego because sometimes when we talk about ego, it feels like an attack. Right. And ego is just kind of that little voice inside of you that is there kind of to protect you, but also your ego is there to keep you small. Right. So your ego is that little voice that when somebody is like, Hey, what you said hurt me. And you're like, no, it didn't. How did that hurt you? Like, that's your ego, right? Your ego is like, it kind of blocks your empathy right? The, the facts are not attacks. I love it. Okay, cool. We're open to this conversation. So like your ego kind of blocks your empathy, right? So when your ego gets in the way, you're not able to um, be empathetic to other people's situations. You're not able to um, empathy. You get what I'm saying, right? Like ego kind of blocks the empathy, right? And so that's why I love talking about ego, but people don't like hearing about it because it kind of makes you feel attacked. But you know, like Kristen said, facts on attacks. So the first thing is that sometimes with, uh, with business, it's really, really easy if we're not where we want to be to blame everybody else. And that's the first thing that ego will do. Well, my leader is not giving me enough directive. Well, my leader, well, the empire systems, well, the scripts, well, prove it, well, shipping, well, 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 that's ego, right? And so the first thing that I really, really want to kind of nail down, which ties back into literally everything that we said in the beginning of this is that action fixes everything. Action fixes everything. Y'all spent four hours learning for, um, with level up. And you want to know how I know level up was impactful was because the day after level up, all I saw in the chat was one to SPR, two to we prove it, three to SPR, three to we prove it. That's freaking amazing. I tell you guys all the time, focus on leads, not sales. Focus on leads, not sales. Focus on leads, not sales. Leads just means getting people in an SPR. So what action steps, if you're not happy with where your business is right now, what action steps can you take to get more friends on your friends list and get more leads in SPR? That's what we're focusing on. More friends on your friends list, more leads in SPR. More friends on your friends list, more leads in SPR, right? So obviously lives can help with that. Obviously posts can help with that. Obviously stories can help with that. And I put two documents in the, in, um, the High Vibe Empire group. One is for post ideas to get more interest for people to get added into SPR. And one is for post ideas for people to get added into We Prove It. I promise I will add to both of them, but I kind of threw them together really quick. Um, so action fixes everything, but also like let the team in you. And what I mean by that is like, sometimes it's really, really easy to blame everything else instead of looking inward 
and saying, what am I doing wrong in this situation? Or what am I not doing that's making my business look this way? And so it's letting the team in you is just like letting down your walls and like letting the team love you and build your belief, right? Like when I say borrow my belief, I mean, borrow my belief. And what people, what people don't understand is they're like, I can't borrow belief, Sydney. It's not like a freaking, it's not a pen. Like I can't borrow belief from you, but you can, right? And the way that it works is that you believe in me and you know, I believe in you. That's how you borrow my belief. You don't have to believe in yourself yet. You just have to believe in me and whatever I tell you to do is what you do, right? So just like let the team and you let borrow people's belief. I know that your leadership has enough belief to go around. Every single one of them looks at these faces on the Zoom and says, oh my gosh, this person's gonna be amazing. Oh my gosh, if they would just get out of their own way. Oh my gosh, if they would just stop having a pity party, they could be amazing. But you have to let your ego down and let the team in you in like a soulful way, not in like a weird way. Okay. Like let them in your soul. Okay. Don't be weird about it. So the next thing is with ego is have you ever like seen the people posting on social media that like are talking about doing big things. And then like in six months, they're in the same spot. We can't build a reputation with where, with what you're going to do. You can't build a reputation with what you're going to do. A lot of the conversations that I have been having these days is from people saying, I've been watching you since you, since you lived in Maryland and I've been watching you grow and do exactly what you said you were going to do. I've been saying for a really long time, I'm going to live in a beautiful house. I've been saying for a really long time, I'm going to drive a Range Rover, but I also put in the action steps doesn't matter what I say I'm going to do. You can't build a reputation with what you say you're going to do. That hurts for some of y'all. I know. I love you. I really do. My, my little baby yellows. I love you guys so much, but you can't build a reputation with what you say you're going to do. Actually, you have to actually do it. And that's kind of goes back to that post that I put in the high vibe empire the other day of I'm looking for our next rack of champs. And I'm looking for the people that aren't going to just tell me. They're going to show me. They're going to show me. Go live for live with me. Go post for post with me. Go, go story for story with me. Show me. Show me you want it. Because you can't, you can't build a business with reputation. And you can't build a reputation with what you're going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going, I'm going to recruit more. I'm going to sell more. I'm going to, I'm going, let's do it. Let's do, I really, I just want to do it. Like, let's do it together. Okay. And so the hard thing isn't actually dreaming. It's putting in the work to do it. Like all of y'all can sit there. Like if I told you to close your eyes and I gave you something exactly to picture, like I want you all to close your eyes and picture that you're sitting on a mountain of cash with a crown on your head and a little, like, what is this thing called? A staff, a little staff next to you. And like, maybe Laura has her cats running around in the background. Like you can picture it. You can picture it. The hard part is putting in the work to get there. That's the hard part. 
right? Like I think back to when I was in, uh, when I lived in Maryland and I was in my really toxic relationship and I pictured and I pictured and I pictured and I pictured my own space, my own space, my own space, my own energies, my own apartment, my own apartment. I don't even know why I wanted to live in an apartment biggest mistake of my life. Not really. It, it, I grew. Okay. But my point being is I pictured it. I pictured it. I pictured it. I pictured it. I pictured it for a whole year. It took me a whole year of picturing it to actually put in the action that it took to get out of that house. A whole year of being miserable. The problem is that I wasn't miserable enough. And some of y'all are there. You're like uncomfortable, but you're not uncomfortable enough to move. Does that hurt some people? <laughs> Laura's like, oh, <laughs> hi, <laughs> you just called me out. I love it. Okay, cool. So it's just putting in the word, right? Like, and everybody has their own rock bottom. So like, like hear my heart on that. Everybody has their own rock bottom, but like sometimes we have to hit rock bottom because sometimes people are not uncomfortable enough to get up and move, right? And it's, so then the next thing with ego is like, Sometimes we're like, okay, I'm going to work and work and work. This is one of the biggest mistakes that people make uh, with both MVP and, and champ, I've noticed. Um, so with MVP, people will like work and work and work and work and work and work and work. And it's kind of what Laura was talking about, right? Uh, until they got their big break and they hit MVP. And it's like, whoop, done. I can lay back and relax now because MVP is going to flow to me every month. That's not how this works, okay? That's not how this works. That's not how champ works. That's not how pro champ works. That's not how any of this works. It's not working until you get your big break. The work isn't done when you get your big break. And I, I kind of think about Stormy Wellington's story, right? Where she she started making, I think it was like $50,000 a month. And she's like, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure you are good making $50,000 a month. You don't need any money. You probably are good. But all of your faces on the Zoom, you're not good. So you can't stop when you get to your MVP. You can't stop when you get to rank six. You can't stop when you have your big break. Because I'm going to tell you right now, every rank feels like the next big break. And then you hit it and you're like, okay, cool. What's next? <laughs> I'm excited. What's next? Right. Every big, every rank feels like the next big break. Every rank is like, Oh, I'm going to, when I get to rank six, everything's going to be magical and amazing. No, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. And so the work isn't done when you get your big break, but how, how can the people under you win if you stop working? Right? Like I think of every single one of you on this, like I'm good. I'll tell you right now, like I could be, I, I could be done with the money that I'm making. I could be, I'm good. Like I can pay my bills. I could, I could pay off my debt eventually. Like I'm good. I'm, I'm comfortable, but Andrea's not good. Brittany's not good. Laura is not good. Michelle is not good. I can't stop showing up because you're not good the hell? And then the new crop is going to come in and they're not going to be good. And then when I get to the next rank and the new crop comes in, they're not going to be good. Right? It's, it's a never ending cycle of people that are not good that we get to help. But sometimes we are so, and I, it's really easy to do this when you're in a space of, I need money. It's really easy to focus on like, I need money, I need money, I need money, I need money, I need money. But when we focus on helping other people, 
And that's that's ego, right? When we hope when we focus on helping other people, the money comes, right? Just Lee's favorite quote in the whole entire freaking world is uh, the more people you you get everything in life that you want with the more people that you help, something along those lines, right? Is anybody feeling attacked yet? Facts ain't attacked, sister. Loris, I like it. Okay, cool. So the next page, <clears throat> next page of notes. So <laughs> I love this. Your ego wants to count the tallies of your easily impressed friends. And so this kind of goes back to like, you are the, the five people that you spend the most time with. Your ego wants to count the tallies of your easily impressed friends. If I think about the people that I was hanging out with five years ago, would they be impressed with my life? Yes. My ego feels good. Ooh, ooh, so I can. Uh, but my, my ego feels good when you post on Facebook and people are like, oh my God, I wish I had your life. Oh my God, free car. I don't want my ego to feel good right? That's probably a sign. Oh my God, all the sales coming in. This is so exciting. Okay. We're celebrating. I don't want my ego to feel good because when I'm in a room of millionaires, they're not impressed. They're not impressed. So sometimes we end up staying in a, uh, a friend group that we've outgrown. Sometimes we end up staying in a relationship that we've outgrown. Sometimes we end up staying in uh, a space that we've outgrown because our ego feels good. It's like being a big fish in a little pond. I don't want to be a big fish in a little pond. I want to be a little fish in a big pond. I want to learn from people. I don't want to be the smartest one in the room. But your ego wants to count the tallies of your easily impressed friends. I freaking love that. So good. Okay. The next thing is when you're not practicing, someone else is. So like sometimes I said, I've made a couple posts about this. Uh, entrepreneurship is hard because you don't realize what you're missing, right? Like there, we usually have 35 people on here and I know it's, a, I know it's a holiday, but like, let me just use this as an example. We usually have about 35 people on here. The 10 people or 11 people that didn't show up today, they don't know what they're missing by not being on this training because you can't see it. If you don't show up to a job, you know that you're going to get fired. With entrepreneurship, if you don't show up to that training, if you don't send that message, if you don't, if you don't go live, if you don't make that post, you don't know what you're missing. You can't see it. It's not obvious, right? So it's easy to say, oh, I'll just post tomorrow. It won't make a difference. It's easy to say that. And then we end up with the stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Oh, I'm running and then I'm stopping. And then I'm running and then I'm stopping. How many of y'all have businesses like that? You don't have to call yourself out, actually. That's rude. I shouldn't do that. I like Victoria's like, yes, me. Please call me out. I love it. Okay. But when you're not practicing, somebody else is. And so sometimes it's really, this kind of goes into the comparison game, right? So sometimes it's really easy to get into the comparison game where we're watching and we're like, oh my God, Bree's team is growing so fast. What am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. She's just practicing faster than you. She's just sending more messages. And her team is sending more messages, right? Like there's nothing wrong. She's just practicing when you're not, right? So like, I hope that's not a gut punch anybody. That's just an example, okay? And I don't think anybody's feeling jealous about Brie. I need to like reel it back in, okay? <laughs> 
But my point is, is that when you're not practicing, somebody else is, right? And so sometimes this is where ego comes in is like, well, so-and-so is growing faster than me. Well, so-and-so is growing faster than me. Well, well, why does this person, why did Jacqueline just come in and she has, you know, 10 new customers and I only have one? Well, that's your ego comparing yourself rather than practicing, right? You're wasting time looking at what Jacqueline's doing instead of practicing like she's doing, right? So when you're not practicing, somebody else's. Now I love this line. The ego does not allow you to be honest with yourself. And that's not the line I love. I'm getting to it. The ego does not allow you to be honest with yourself. It, the ego wants to protect you, right? I kind of said that at the beginning of this. The ego is there to protect you, right? So anytime that you feel attacked, it's probably because something is truthful, right? But that's your ego protecting you so that you don't get hurt. And so the line is lying to myself never did me any good. Right? I think back to, again, when I was sitting in that house in Maryland and telling myself that everything was fine and that I wasn't being abused and that I didn't have any trauma and that I was, I was good. I was good. Well, lying to myself and telling myself I was good never did me any good. So the ego wants to protect you. The ego wants to help you see that, um, I don't know, the ego wants you to, to feel good, but sometimes growth doesn't feel good. And by sometimes, I mean every time. Every time growth does not feel good. Nobody tells you that healing sucks so damn bad. Nobody tells you. It doesn't feel good, right? But lying to myself never did me any good. Pretending that I didn't have toxic qualities, pretending that I wasn't in a bad situation, pretending that I, that everything was good, right? Like I love manifestation and I hate manifestation all at the same time. I love manifestation for the, for the simple fact that I think it works when you work it, right? Manifestation is not, let's go back to the hope business strategy. It's not, I'm going to set my intentions for this month and everything is going to magically fall into place. I got a love-hate hate relationship with, with manifestation because of this. That's not how it works, right? You have to actually put in the action steps. But manifestation sometimes allows you to lie to yourself and say, well, I manifested this. It's going to happen eventually. When you don't put in the action steps, manifestation doesn't work, right? So lying to myself never did me any good. You make the investment in yourself instead of your ego when you choose to work. Ooh, you make the investment in yourself instead of your ego when you choose to work. It's a formula. Yes, action is part of it. I love it. Yeah, manifestation is a formula. For some reason, there was a whole wave of people that thought that they could just like cross their fingers and send good juju up into the earth and everything would be fine. And, and by wave of people, I mean, there was a wave of people teaching that. Like there was a wave of people teaching that that's how manifestation works. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox on that. So the way that you make an investment in yourself instead of your ego when you choose to work, right? And so sometimes we want to, hmm, how do I say this? Sometimes we want to stay number one so bad. Like sometimes, have you ever been really good at something and then you want to stay number one so bad that like you won't ask the person who is slowly approaching where you're at, how they're doing it? Like, don't let your ego win on that. 
Does that make sense? Like if you see somebody doing what you want to do, accomplishing what you want to accomplish, don't let your ego get in the way of you asking how they're doing it. That happens a lot, especially when you get into leadership. I know a lot of big leaders on this team that just complain about what everybody else is accomplishing instead of asking, hey, can you help me do it too? Right? Not on this team. I meant on the empire. Not on this team. I meant on the empire. Lord, I was not talking about you guys. Oh, I saw some people's faces. I was like, oh crap, I messed up. I messed up. Okay. And then the the name of the game is to be caught, like you want to become so good that you are the game, right? Like you are the one who raises their hand and says, put me in coach. And that takes repetition and that takes putting in the work and that takes letting go of your ego to learn, to learn and the willingness to look stupid, the willingness. And so I'll tell you why ego keeps us out, sometimes keeps us out of the game, right? Because you're, like I said, your ego is there to protect you. So sometimes your ego will say, you know, you're not the right fit for something or whatever, right? It'll keep you out of the game. The goal here is, is to be the one that says, put me in coach. And I wasn't always that person. So I ask you right now, in, in, in this space right now, if you recruited a you, would you be happy? If you can honestly say yes, then you're somebody that's put me in coach. If you can't say yes, you're not there yet. Right. And I remember a time when Jesse Lee has asked me that so many times over my career. And there was a time where I was like, I mean, I want to say yes. My ego wants to say, yeah, put me in coach. But would I really be happy if I recruited somebody that if I recruited myself? No, probably not. Right. I had looked at, you know, probably five other people on the team. And well, I'd be happier if I recruited a Megan George or I'd be happier if I recruited a a Brittany Anderson, or I'd be happier if I recruited a Amber Higgins. If you'd be happier recruiting somebody else onto your team, maybe it's time that you start putting in the work ethic that that person puts in.